Cooking Chats. I'm your host Jo Whitten. Thank you for joining me today. I am going to be chatting with my good friend Elise Comerford today. She is an integrative nutritionist and a GAPS practitioner and is very experienced in gut health and we have got lots of questions for her about healthy weight loss and weight gain and how to navigate weight <laughs> navigate weight um, while on a healing journey. So we're going to be talking about that in a minute, but first we're going to have a little chat about what we are doing to help raise money for the area that has been affected by floods where Elise lives and invite you to our online health seminar. So have a listen, I hope you enjoy and I hope it's very helpful for you. Hello my good friend Elise. Hello, been... my very dear friend, Joe Whitten. <laughs> I'm always happy when you're on my podcast because you have such good information to share and it's so practical. And today we're going to talk about something that everybody wants to know about, I think, in the world almost, <laughs> which is um, how to be at a healthy, how to work on achieving a healthy weight um, in a more natural way. You know, there's so much information out there about weight loss that is pretty hardcore and it's the whole yo-yo dieting stuff and we don't want that. Um, and we're, our focus is on healing and gut health. But, um, yeah, how does weight loss come into all that? But before we start on that, can I just ask you to give us an update on how you're going down there in your area where you've been hit so hard by the floods and it's all been pretty crazy it has been very very crazy here with the floods and it's been it's just been incredible to see how our community has responded to that um and how many people have stepped up and it's it's amazing and sad at the same time mm. because there are people in our community that are still going from the day it started um that is still putting all of their time and effort in um, when they should be with their families and, and doing other things now. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been sad in that sense of um, how unorganised the response was from the services that should have been doing it. Right from day one. Um, right from day one and how um, how the communities had to respond and what it, how taxing that has been mm. on people, especially the ones that are still going. So, it's it's all still it's all still going because there's still so many people um, that are homeless now. And Is it like three thousand homes ruined, something like that? Something like that. Unbelievable. Um, and there it'd be more than that. And uh. and it's just still it's like there's still so much to be done. So it's a really long term thing, and that's what happens with anything like this. Is that in the short term, there's a lot of attention mm -hmm. uh, in those first few weeks, but then it kind of becomes old news and there's other things going on and it's on to other things. But here yeah. it, it's it's still going. Um, and Is there, there still areas cut off by the floods? Um, there are still some areas cut off because of roads, mm. um, not flood water, but because of the roads and landslides. Um, so there's still like, there's still cooking happening every day, like, um, in areas that they're like feeding people and, um, still getting resources to people. 
Um, yeah, and just lots of cleanup. So it's really that recovery phase now, lots and lots of cleanup. So oh, it's horrifying well, seeing yeah. mounds and mounds of it's insane. Well, everybody's house belongings for over 3,000 houses. Who knows? Yeah, I drove through I drove through Lismore the other day. Uh, and I think it was a thousand houses in Lismore um alone. Yeah, so that's why I think it's definitely more than three thousand. Uh so just, yeah, in Lismore alone, um, yeah, just driving through Lismore, it was like driving through like a war zone Ooh. where all that's left is empty shells of houses yeah. and just it was like apocalyptic, like a third world country. Um, yeah, it's just so crazy to, to drive through there and just, yeah, whole houses just emptied out onto the street. And, it's and where just, are those people living? That's a good question. So there's like lots of people will be going and staying with friends and family. But there's lots of people that are, ho- are homeless as well now. Um, so, yeah, it's really tough. And I did go to Woodburn last week as well. And, oh, yeah, last week I looked for. And that's a whole town, whole town gone, Woodburn. Wow. Um, and it was the water was up into the second story, like a metre into the second story of all the houses. Oh, um, just like everything. Everything except what was on top shelves of the second story really is is gone. So if yeah. The house didn't wash away. Exactly. Yeah. So it's really, yeah, it's really full on. And so now it's just that there's lots of trauma. Um, there's lots of fatigue. Um, it, you know, of volunteers and um people cleaning up their places. So yeah, there's just um lots of recovery of people and properties and then there's all the mold issues to do yeah yeah exactly it's a scary thought for someone like you and me that have been through it yeah exactly so and there was floods in Port Macquarie last year my parents lived down that way and it's like a year on and they're still recovering and so this is mammoth what's happened here so in two years we'll still be recovering yeah so um there's not a lot of financial help from the government at all. I mean, there's a tiny bit. There is not- some. Yeah, there is some. Okay. Um, have been doing like grants to people and they did come through oh, quickly. Um, so they've been doing things like that. It's just, it's just not enough. There's so many people that aren't yeah. insured because they're in flood zones. Yeah. So lots of people have lost everything that aren't insured. And so there's, I'd say that the financial help is more coming from what communities are doing to raise money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Aside from the government help. So um, we are trying to get together something to help raise some funds. Do you want to talk yeah. about that? <laughs> um, so on the 2nd and 3rd of April, we are running a wellness weekend called Wellness Renewed. Uh, so we've got some awesome speakers for that one. So there's you and myself. Uh, and we've got Helen Pattern, Helen Marshall from Primal Alternative. We've got Alex Stewart, Lotox Life. We've got Marcus Pierce, um, Your Exceptional Life Blueprint, Jules Galloway, Naturopath, and Kathy Carr, who's yeah. our midlife lady that both Joe and I see um, for all our coaching, who's coming to stay with me this weekend. She oh, writes- That's yeah. going to be fun. I'm expecting more dance videos. <laughs> yeah, there'll definitely be more, more dance videos. So that's going to be really, really nice. Um, so, yeah, Wellness Renewed Summit, it's 100% of ticket sales go to 
flood relief. So 100%, there's no cost to running this event. Joe and I are actually going to absorb that. Um, our businesses will absorb the costs, any costs involved in running the event and 100% of ticket sales, not even a booking fee taken out of it, nothing. Um, 100% is going directly to flood relief. Um, two places where 100% of the funds go to people who need it. Um, we've been really careful about who we've chosen for that. And you can actually choose what you pay to come to the summit, anywhere from $50 up to, I think I've got it up to $500. Um, so because it is 100% a donation, so you can choose what you would like to pay and and if you have been flood affected, you can attend free as well. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be an amazing weekend. Yeah, I think it's such a good idea. And thank you so much for putting it together. Um, and especially that people can choose to pay what they can afford to help out. Because I think so many people around Australia and around the world are, um, you know, wanting to help somehow. But we can't all hop on a plane and come help with the clean up and the cooking, even though I'd like to. But there's nowhere to stay. <laughs> I'll stay in your backyard. Um, but yeah, it's just, um, yeah, it's a great way to be able to help out. If someone's in the flood zone and they want to um, attend for free, is that on the booking section? Yeah. It's, uh, they can just choose that as one of the choices and they go to book the ticket. It just says free for flood affected and they just choose that option and they just get their ticket free straight away. Okay. And it's all recorded. So you yep. don't have to be there live if you can't be. You can save it for another day. Yeah, yep. So it's all recorded and you'll have access to all of the recordings. It'll just be one link that'll have a page with all of the recordings on there. Really easy. And also to note is that we changed from daylight savings in New South Wales on <laughs> morning of the 3rd. So just to add a little bit of fun to the event, for anyone who's outside of daylight savings time, the times will actually be different for them to what they are the first day so that's just just to add some confusion because you know I'm like, oh my gosh to add a bit of confusion. <laughs> Queenslanders and Northern Territory South Australia WA they're, they're the ones that it'll kind of change for them by day two we'll be saying it a lot yes so, I think so yeah, I'm just trying to find the list of um, what everyone's speaking about have you got it there let me see where is it so Joe's going to be talking about healthy cooking on a budget um, I'll be talking about a healthy approach to health. Helen Patteron's going to be talking about um, dealing with trauma. Helen Marshall's going to be talking about getting back to basics with foods. Um, Jules Galloway is going to be talking about dealing with anxiety naturally. Kathy Carr's going to be doing some lovely slow movement um, Tai Chi with us. And Marcus will be talking about the importance of community, which I can't And wait. Jules, mold. Yeah, no. so, yeah, Alex. No, Alex, I've got Alex. Alex Stewart. <laughs> Vital's life. Yeah, we definitely need that one. Um, yeah, I think it's such a good um, range of topics and speakers, so it's going to be great. So, guys, if you can just scroll down, find the link, click on it, go through, buy a ticket, see you there. <laughs> um, any of you who have questions, feel free to um, email help at quirkycooking.com.au and we will answer your questions. Um, but, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about weight loss. Yes, let's do it. All right. So I know for those of you who are on a gut healing journey, um, it can be frustrating because you don't see changes quickly sometimes with weight I remember um, Cindy O'Meara talking about this once and she said it's often about a year before you really start seeing changes in your weight. 
And that's hard because people are like, okay, I'm, I'm doing all this hard work. Why isn't my weight going down? Can you give us a bit of an overview about how, um, what it looks like on a healing journey when you're trying to lose weight and heal the gut and how it may go? <laughs> Yeah, it can be so frustrating because weight loss is often um, for a lot of people is one of their primary goals. Mm. And it's all well and good to say, you know, weight loss is a side effect of health and you just need to let that one go and just focus on your health. It's very easy to say, but I do understand how hard it is to let that one go when you're not feeling comfortable within your body. Um, So when it comes to the weight, there can be varying reasons as to why the weight is there. The weight might be adipose tissue fat, but it might be. What does that mean? Sorry. Adipose tissue fat. So like the weight might might be actually fat. Okay. Or it might be inflammation or it might be fluid retention or a combination of all three. Yeah. So there's multiple things that can be going on there and the causes can be so varying as well. So it can be an imbalance in hormones. It can be that the bacteria are out of balance in the gut um, and you, and that affects how your body absorbs nutrients and how much energy it makes from food. It could be to do with your liver. And if your liver's not happy, then you're going to be storing more fat, particularly around the middle. Um, If we've got a lot of toxins in your system, then toxins are stored in fat. So your body will want to store more fat to protect you and store more toxins, Um, like store those toxins away so they're not, you know, in your organs and in your brain. Um, So there's there's lots of reasons what can be going on. There can be thyroid stuff going on. Then there's the whole stress picture. So there's that like weight is a side effect of health because there are so many variables so many possibilities if we have two people who both are wanting to lose weight the reason the the reasons they're struggling would be like chalk and cheese they could be like totally different so you can't treat it the same so that's why we treat weight as a side effect of health Um, and also why with all these variables there can be so many ups and downs on that journey so it's not as easy as reduce calories and exercise a lot only (laughs) all of our lives is not true and most of us know that it's like every every person thinks that they're the only exception to the rule they're like (laughs) that an exercise works just not for me and it's like everybody's thinking that it just doesn't work for me it's something wrong with me um you know it's my metabolism like it's it's we know that this stuff doesn't work we all know that person that's like they can eat everything in the world whatever they want they never put on a little bit of weight and then we know a person or we might be a person who i'm like eating so healthy eating so well and nothing will drop off me we know that calories in calories out does not work there is way more going on in our body that affects this whole weight thing so um Becky Plotner, who's one of my mentors, she always said to me that weight can be a bit like a, a ship trying to right itself when you're on a healing journey, that sometimes it'll go down and then it might go back up again and then it might go down and we get back up again while it's trying to right itself. So trying to follow weight on that journey as a sign of where you're at is very, very challenging, but I also understand it's very psychologically challenging as well when you're not feeling good within yourself. Um, but one of the things I do know is that when you're feeling inflamed and when you're feeling bloated, no matter what weight you are, you will feel like you are overweight. That's true. 
And when you, so it can change day to day. Like think, you know, when you've got your period compared to a week later. So it's like, it can really shift with that. So sometimes it's not just all about the weight. Actually, if you felt a lot less bloated and a lot less inflamed, you would feel a lot better. So that's why they're, they're really our goals with that. Yeah. So what would be the first step for someone who maybe their main primary health goal is to lose weight? Like what would you look at first? Well, I would, I would need to be then looking at what's actually going on with the rest of their health so we can dig to the bottom of why are they actually holding weight. So that's where we'd look at um, toxicity in the system, liver function, thyroid health. Um, big number one thing, stress. So you and I talk about that all the time and in the program that we want run, the gut health formula, the first week is all about that and then we talk about it every week still anyway because number one, if it is your thyroid, if it is your liver, if it is your gut, if it is your hormones, if it is any of those things, stress affects all of them. So I would say that that is one blanket thing. Anyone who is saying, thinking you know, weight loss is one of my primary goals here, stress um it's the easiest and the hardest one to deal with it's the easiest because really like you don't have to go and change your diet like it's just like it is just changing stress it's the hardest because it's not tangible so when it's tangible it's like well i eat this this and this now that's changed from before that's tangible i'm taking these supplements you know they're good for my health that's tangible when it's i'm reducing stress it's intangible and so it's harder to prioritize and track. Tell you what the background noise was. <laughs> Hi, are you a robot? Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> and now you can see how I have when I do record things. I'm okay with. You usually can't see it. My guitar over there. Yeah, so. I think it's the same for everybody. You do your Instagram Hi. photos high, so you can't see the mess. Exactly. it's all good we're all the same yeah um so yeah so stress 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 that is what we first and foremost need to focus on because when we have a lot of stress then we have high cortisol levels that means our body's going to store more fat it means we're going to crave more sugary foods we'll actually get more of a dopamine hit from those sugary foods so when you're stressed it's like bizarre thing this this mean thing that our body and our brain does it's so mean that when you have more stress and you eat something sugary because you're stressed it will feel even better like wow. if there's reward centers for yeah. that when there's stress the rewards are higher in eating the sugary things so it's like everything is geared towards that and being in a state of stress because our bodies are so primal like we've, we've still we're not geared for a modern modern life we're geared for going and living on the land um when we're in a state of stress it's like danger the world is dangerous there's probably not going to be pretty much is and it's like there's no there's probably going to be a famine like you know your body starts preparing for these things and so what does it do stores store 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 because this is this is a dangerous place so that's what being in a state of stress does it changes your dna like it changes the whole way your body functions so number one absolute most important and it's the thing like a lot of people could do this just change stress and they would lose weight without changing anything else most people would experience that 
So if you just started doing um, uh, chi squats every morning like Joe and I do and chi pushes, um, so that's like just some um, stuff that if you come along to Wellness Renewed and especially with Kathy Cart, you'll know what we're talking about there. Um, but, you know, doing things to really slow down and calm the nervous system and calm all of those stress hormones, most people who need to lose weight would lose weight just from doing that. And then also we have this snowball effect because if part of your weight gain issue is thyroid, your thyroid is going to be so much happier and function so much better if your stress levels are down. If it's liver, your liver is going to be so much happier not having to deal with all those stress hormones. If it's your gut, your your liver has to clear out those hormones, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, If it's your gut, your gut bacteria are going to be in better balance without the stress. If it's your hormones, then they're going to be functioning better if your liver's happier, your gut's happier, and you don't have all those stress hormones um, pumping around your system, taxing your sex hormones and affecting menstrual cycles. And if you're a male, probably not your menstrual cycle, but other things. Um, So, yeah, like it's just the stress alone has the snowball effect on everything else that could be going on as well. And so by focusing on that first, it's like peeling back that layer of the onion and then, okay, what have we got left now? And then that's where we're like nutrition. We need to look at that. We need to look at supporting detox pathways. Um, we need to work, look at getting all organs functioning optimally. You know, we start looking at that stuff, but stress is the most important thing um, that any of us could be working on. Yeah. Is it true that the gut changes like the microbiome is affected by stress within 10 minutes so how does that work (laughs) yeah it's just basically that well our our gut brain connection we've got that vagus nerve that goes from the brain to the gut and then so not only is that there's that neural connection there's neural pathways vagus nerve um, from the brain to the gut and there's other nerves um, innovating the gut And then we've also got hormonal. So um, stress hormones uh, affect the way the gut is functioning as well. So there's neural pathways and hormonal pathways that the brain and the gut are communicating. Uh, And the gut actually sends more signals to the brain than the brain does to the gut, which is really interesting. And the gut can function if you locked that vagus nerve and there's no connection no neural connection the gut can still function perfectly fine without the brain so the gut is pretty incredible um so yeah so what's going on in our brain because of that neural and hormonal connection affects what's happening in our gut drives inflammation and affects the balance of bacteria in there so it's all having an impact so nutrition second step yeah what would you get people to begin with yeah so that's when i start looking at we want to just do some really obvious ones like um remove toxic oils so hydrogenated vegetable oils we want to be having fats that basically you could make them at home if you wanted to you're not going to make coconut oil at home i have yeah (laughs) so you can make it you're not going to press olives and make olive oil but you could um, same macadamia you know you these are just pressed to make oils um, but if it's say like rice bran oil you couldn't make that at home it's made in a factory so it's looking at the basically the fats that you're eating 
And the oils that you're eating, you could make them at home if you wanted to. They're not heat treated or anything like that, chemical treated to extract. Some of those oils could be like if they're not done, if they're not proper cold pressed ones. So you've got to make sure that they're done using those extraction methods. So just removing those toxic oils, removing the processed foods, colors, artificial flavors. I'm sure most of the people listening are on the track with this already. Um, refined sugars. <clears throat> and high and refined carbohydrates so just starting to look at going from an angle of what am i what's harming at the moment um into on the food side of things and looking at those and just removing just some of those real those main ones and heading towards a good whole food diet so this doesn't mean like starting on gaps as of tomorrow um or or you know having to do a really strict diet or anything like that just starting to tidy it up um, and head more towards the whole food. Just asking that question when you sit down to a meal and go, do I know where each bit of this has come from? Yeah, like, you know, you're just getting to that whole food place, um, which is a really good place to start with a diet. Um, and then you can just look at some things like, am I pooping every day? That's a really, really good one because if you're not, then that's a very important detox pathway and it's not working properly and you need to make sure that is happening. So you can just start looking at things with your detox pathways. You could start juicing. Um, you could take some supplements to help your bowels clear more regularly. Um, you could do some saunas. Joe has a great sauna. Ooh, um, the dome. dome sauna fits beside my bed in my bedroom, oh. sits in the corner of the room. It's really good. Good. And I've been in it and it's great. And I want to get one. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So starting to then just look after those three things, um, starting to take care of the stress side of things, um, really reduce that. And when I say that, it's not like, oh yeah, I'm not that stressed. It's, are you doing things to mitigate stress? If you're not, you are stressed and you're probably in fight or flight. If you're not doing um, like something to calm the nervous system, like doing some kind of slow movement um, or like mindfulness, um, meditation, prayer, like spending time in nature. Like if you're not focused doing something that calms your nervous system every day, then your nervous system is not calm. So you, act, you actively need to be implementing something to reduce stress. Um, number two, I said there was the food side of things. So no strict, we're not talking strict here. We're not talking, go keto, start intermittent fasting or start any of these things. Those things are great. We're just talking about taking that step of just cleaning things up, moving more towards whole food. And then the third one is starting to look at detox pathways. So this is a very, very like blanket broad approach. And then it's with a practitioner, you would dive deeper into any of those things. So they're things I think anyone could benefit from doing. And by doing those first, by really working on those, then you kind of see what you're left with. You're like, well, I've done those things. This, this, this has improved, sleeping better. And, it, and the amazing thing is, is the snowball effect that happens. Yeah. Because you reduce stress and then suddenly you're sleeping better. And because you're sleeping better, your thyroid and your liver are happier. Like every organ's happier your body is able to actually heal and repair and then you feel better and you have better energy during the day and then you're able to sleep. You know, there's this snowball effect of wellness mm. um, and that's why uh, Joe and I see such amazing results with our um, participants in the gut health formula because we work on reducing the stress and then it's just implementing little steps and allowing the snowball of wellness to be. Yeah, i I'm Joe. I've never said that before. The yes. snowball of wellness. I like that. <laughs> I 
that's a good phrase. You'll have to keep that one. Um, like yeah. The snowball of illness. Yeah. Like, you just like things are snowballing getting worse and worse but it's like you can actually start that snowball in the right direction by taking the right approach not the diet starts monday approach. yeah i love it um i think it's really encouraging when we see people in the program um saying oh hey guys i've been absent for a few weeks because i got really sick or i had surgery or i had this or i had that um but but I am not stressed about it because I'm understanding your approach now. And it's not like I've missed this many weeks and now I've got to catch up and I'm so overwhelmed. It's just start where you are. First step is working on stress. And then you start adding in healing foods little by little again. If you've been in hospital having who knows what food and maybe not much food at all, if you've been really sick, um, it's okay. You, You can take a step one step at a time and start to improve that without feeling like you have to do everything at once and I'm so far behind and I'm so stressed Um, and I love seeing people understand that it's like the penny drops and they're just like ah this is a lifelong journey this isn't something I have to do in eight weeks (laughs) it's such a relief and that's what people are just constantly saying and I love it when someone's like oh you know this is going on and then someone else another participant in the group chimes in they're like you know remember like you're doing great and we just got to take I'm like yes drink your water just have a bit of soup (laughs) do your brain dump I'm just like yeah Yeah. it's lovely so when you talk about detox pathways can you give us a few tips of ways that you can really encourage your body to detox well okay some really basic things drink water so drink two to three liters of water a day um because that's our body needs that to be out to be clearing things out you know via the kidneys make sure you're pooping every day so which the water will help with water will help with and if that's not happening you need some support someone to advise you supplements or what to do to get you going every day. You really need to make, be making sure your bowels are emptying. Um, enemas are great for that. If you want to look into that, um, sometimes that freaks people out, the idea of doing enemas, but they are incredible and they're so easy to do. I've had, oh my goodness, so many clients who I, it's taken a while until they finally start doing it. And then they say to me, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> Sinking down in my chair there. <laughs> Hiding from me, I know. Joe's not one of them that I've been able to talk to. No, no, you you were telling me for ages to do it, and I was like, yeah, and then I finally did. But yeah, it's it's, yeah, and then about ages ago, but it's just like, you know, it's it's like a mind block. It's like eating liver, right? People just like, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. When you actually do it, it's like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Yeah, and that's what everyone says to me. That wasn't a big deal. And then once they start coffee enemas, they're like, oh my gosh, Elise, why didn't I do this a year ago? Because it helped my health so much. So yeah, it is quite a game changer. Um, so yeah, enemas, so that's really clearing out. So doing saunas, anything to sweat, spending time in the sunshine and fresh air, feet on the earth. Um, they're great things we can be doing as well. Um, and you can also be doing things like juicing and drinking dandelion milk, thistle tea lemon water with a straw to protect your teeth things like that to support our body's detoxification i think they're they're the main they're really the main things and then there's more you can go into with that you want to work with a practitioner Practitioner. 
Because people ask about like castor oil packs and all that. It's probably best to work with a practitioner on that. Castor oil packs are good. So castor oil packs is just massaging castor oil over the liver area. Um, You can also do this over the bowel when there's constipation. You can also do it over the kidneys if you're wanting to support them clearing properly. Um, You can go as far as to like soak a cloth in castor oil and put that on and then some like cling wrap or something over the top because castor oil is very sticky. Heat pack covered with a blanket to hold the heat in. So it's just kind of castor oil and heat. Castor oil causes contraction. Don't do this if you're pregnant. Um, Yeah, and just helps to clear that out. Also, if you're breastfeeding. So pregnant breastfeeding, you should really work with a practitioner on anything to do with detox. Yes. And that goes for changing your diet to a much more detoxing diet like GAPS or something like that. Work with a practitioner if you're pregnant or breastfeeding. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's really helpful. Um, can you think of anything else that people often ask you about weight loss that pops into your mind that you might want to share? Yeah, so people do ask, like, say when they're on GAPS, there are some people that do gain weight initially. And so there's often some, like, questions and frustrations around that. And that has got to do with definitely what's going on in the body in terms of healing. Um, so weight loss is not going to be the body's priority when it's healing. And it's going through quite a process when Uh, when we are healing on gaps and we're getting these really, really good quality proteins in and our body's like stripping out the the lesser quality proteins and replacing them. Um, So there's a lot going on and a lot the body's focusing on. The liver's very busy trying to deal with a lot and there are a lot of toxins that are getting stored in the fat. So it's, it's just a body going through a process of detoxifying at a rate in which it can cope um so yeah so it's not unusual to see initial weight gain and then weight loss um start to come and there's also the amount of food you eat starts to adjust as well because when you are not absorbing your nutrients properly you need to eat more volume of food to try and get the nutrition i see every two hours and i was so like really skinny yeah. Until I started to heal and then I got to a, you know, better weight because I could actually absorb my food and I can go for like five or six hours and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm not that hungry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so what happens is as well is that you're, when you're healing, you're able to absorb the nutrients from your food and you do start gaining weight because your body's like in that, oh, here it is, store, store. Take it in. <laughs> Yeah, store it. We're getting nutrition. Store it, store it, store it. Um, so it's kind of like you've got to get your body out of that state and then the weight starts to balance out. So that's just a matter of time sometimes of continuing on and trusting that the healing process will balance things out in time. Yeah, yeah, which is a tough one and it happened for me. Okay. So- on weight and then it had to kind of balance out again so yeah and so then there's also people who are trying to gain weight so we've talked a lot about people that are trying to lose weight some people will be listening thinking well i'm underweight and i actually need to gain weight but it's that the same. yeah exactly so it's the same premise in that it's there's not anything different to do there mm. you're the same healing repairing getting the body absorbing nutrients properly getting all the pathways working right 
um, and weight gain will happen as well. So I see clients, you know, doing the same things. One's losing weight, one's gaining weight because that's what they need to do. And that's where weight is a side effect of health. It's not what we're, we're not directly doing something. Okay, do this to gain, do this to lose. You know, it doesn't work like that. Mm. We, we found in our family it was mostly needing to gain weight. Um, but my husband was a little bit overweight and we did the same thing and he lost weight and we gained weight. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, well, there probably will be other questions that come up. Um, and if you go to Elise's Instagram, um, Well Belly Health Clinic, she often has live videos where she talks through a subject and you can put your questions in as she talks. I think that's yeah. like every week, is it? every fortnight so every second tuesday the next one's coming up next tuesday the 29th it's with beck on herbs um herbs to support digestion so beck's herbalist in our clinic so they're 2 p.m uh new south wales time which as of the following week will be the same as queen 1 p.m <laughs> it'll be 2 p.m oh time. sorry it'll be at the moment it's 1 p.m for, you for us okay got it got it Wanted to be the same time, 2 p.m. Anyway, I was just saying this morning, I hate daylight savings. I'm so confused. So, on our website, wellbellyhealthclinic.com.au, you'll see in there, um, we've got the page in there for all our, all where you can register for all of the upcoming podcasts. Oh, like lives and all the recordings for everyone we've done so far is there too. So that's really great because we've covered a big range of health issues in there. Like, yeah, heaps. I'm constantly sending people there. Yeah. Questions um, like SIBO, weight loss, fussy eaters. Yeah, um, yeah so many. Talks about heaps in there. So all the recordings are in there. I should actually make them a podcast soon because we've got five. So, yeah, they're all in there. So you can go in and listen to anyone that interests you and then see what's up coming up and register. So every fortnight we've got them going on. They've been really valuable. Yeah, so helpful. Thank you. Um, and don't forget the Wellness Renewed Health Summit will also be a great place to get your questions answered because it is live and I'm guessing that people will be answering stuff as they go. I know I will be. Yeah. Um, and then we've also got our gut health formula program, which we're nearly finished this round, but the next one will be in June. So, yeah. and that yeah. we'll have sales up for that very soon. Mm -hmm. So, I think in about a week, we should have that open as soon as this yeah. round finishes. So actually, maybe two weeks, two weeks, we should have sales up for that. Yeah. Um, so, I think you can register your interest at the moment. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're wanting to book into my clinic, then you can do that on my website as well, wellbellyhealth.com.au, a free 15-minute chat with one of the practitioners in the clinic to see how we can help you. And you do one-on-one um, -on -one appointments as well as group coaching. Yep. So we do, yep. Yep. We do group group packages, one-on-one -on -one packages, and then, um, yeah, then our, then our programs that I do with you. Awesome. Thank you so much. That was okay. really helpful. And if you have more questions, yep, just continue to follow Elise on Well Belly Health Clinic on Instagram um, and you can definitely ask questions there. Yes. Thanks, Elise, and I hope you have a good weekend. You too. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.